Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. Welcome and good evening, my weary travellers. I'm your host, Mr. Ramsey, and tonight I bring you five travellers' true scary stories. One of my personal worst fears about travelling is something going wrong in another country, or in an unfamiliar surrounding, and having no clue or idea what to do. Thankfully, I've not experienced anything quite like these people. But as always, if you enjoy, remember to leave a like as it tells YouTube you're enjoying the content, and in turn helps me out, as they will hopefully then show it to others who aren't already subscribed. I want to thank you guys as well as we approach 5,000 subscribers, which is nutty. I think we're like 10 away at the moment. Um, and I thank you in advance for your continued support as we look to reach our next milestone, 10,000. But anyway, without further ado, let's begin. Number 1. During university, I went on an education-sponsored trip to Singapore, and everything was amazing until the last night when we were there. We went to a club that was a bit of a trek from the hotel. I ended up being way too sober to continue partying, so I hightailed it back to the hotel with my boyfriend. Everyone else stayed behind, but eventually split up at last call to catch cabs and such. A guy and a girl from our group decided in their drunken stupor to walk back from the hotel, they somehow, in some weird way, ended up wandering into a Singapore port. Keep in mind, the port is the livelihood of Singapore. They didn't even realise it until a Port Authority car pulled up and told them they'd give them a ride to the hotel. They were friendly about it, so they hopped in. What happened next, though, was insane. I get a call to my room at 4am, and someone in very broken English is asking if I knew these two people. I was sharing a room with a girl. First, I thought it was a prank by a friend, but then I freaked out when I started asking if they are okay and the really eerie laughing was heard on the other end. They wouldn't give me their name or location. That gut-dropping feeling when you realise it's not a joke and something is seriously up. Turns out the Port Authority arrested them, turned them over to their version of the estate police and were accusing them of being spies who had scaled the walls of the port to gain intel on trade. Both of them were separated, interrogated, guns were pulled on them in order to get them to fess up. They were taken to the walls of the port and forced to explain how they scaled them. One cop told one friend that the other friend had already confessed, so they might as well turn themselves in too. These people were totally shit-faced when I left them a few hours before. I could only imagine the sobering fear. I took the rest of the group and the hotel front desk staff hours of calling to finally locate where they were in the city. Luckily, we had met a super successful businessman and lawyer living in Singapore from our hometown a few days before. We called him up and asked if he could help us. He went to work on it. Twelve hours later, with the threat of our government getting involved in the mess, they finally turned our friends over to us. We got out of there pronto. We think someone messed up their job at the port that day, left the gate opened and rather than admit their fault, they would get these young students to take the fall. Thankfully, neither of them gave up because God knows how insane their punishments are over there. 
Moral of the story, take a cab home at the end of the night. Number two. I was travelling out of the country right after finishing up a huge five-day work event where I had about ten hours of sleep total during the five days. I got to the motel, which is kind of run down, and the carpets and blankets are damp, but I'm so exhausted, I don't even really think about it. I fall asleep pretty much immediately, at like 8pm local time. At maybe 11pm or so, I get a call from the motel phone saying there's been a complaint about noise. I tell them that's impossible, and I've been sleeping. They ask me if maybe it's someone else in the room, and I tell them nope, I'm here alone and there's definitely no one else making noise. They ask me again if I'm sure I'm by myself and not causing any noise. I said yes. I fall back asleep immediately. When I woke up and thought about it some more, I realised how weird the entire interaction was. There was absolutely no noise I could hear anywhere nearby. I don't know why the motel staff would need to clarify so many times that I was alone. Apparently, they never called. So I assume it must have been someone calling the different rooms to see who was in the rooms and how many people. I've never been so glad to always use the extra latch chain lock. Number 3 I was travelling by train for a journey of 30 hours. I boarded the train. It was a three-tier EC compartment, but quite empty as the train had recently been started and very few people knew about it. This man about 40 years of age took a seat in front of me and asked me if I was alone. I replied in affirmative and went back to my book. He then told me that he is like my father and I needed not to worry about travelling alone. I smiled, but did not reply. Next, he offered me a few pastries he was carrying. I declined because I never eat anything offered by strangers, anywhere. He got offended and asked me to have at least one. I declined politely, telling him that I was quite full. He told me I was being arrogant, so I ignored. Later, he commented on the book I was reading and handed me a book claiming his book was better. I told him not to bother me, he said. I'm like your father and you should listen to me for your own safety. Sir, you're not my father. Please stop disturbing me. You're such an arrogant girl. I ignored yet again. Later, I went to a different coach and found a young couple who were travelling to the same place as me. I told him of my predicament and both of them and I went to the conductor and requested him to provide a seat next to them. He obliged. At night, when I was sleeping near the couple's seat, the previously mentioned man came there, woke me up and asked me to come back to my seat and that he was worried about me. I lost it. In a loud voice, I told him that I was going to call the conductor and police if he did not move. The young couple who had helped me also woke up and asked him to leave. He said he was my guardian and the guts on this man, and was just taking care of me. Only when some other passengers gathered round did he leave. I didn't sleep the entire night, didn't dare to go to the bathroom, and sat upright at the slightest noise. Later I called home to ask my dad to come pick me up in the morning. The train usually reached in the wee hours of the morning, so I would take a shared rickshaw to reach home. That day, I was scared. The last I saw him was when my dad was escorting me out of the station. Number 4 Found a hotel in Burma the day we got there for pretty cheap. They mentioned the rates were low because maintenance was being done on several floors. We sleep fine, wake up and head to breakfast. 
At breakfast, we met some Germans who had also stayed the night in our hotel. They said they had not slept well, because during the middle of the night, someone woke them up to move them from the floor they were on. We, us and the Germans, found out later they had been moved because they were on one of the levels reserved for maintenance, and part of the maintenance including gassing the rooms for bugs. During the middle of the night, they were just going around the room shoving the gas nozzle or whatever under the doors and letting them run. Wound up killing the two people next to the Germans before they realised they'd accidentally booked people on that floor. We weren't on that floor, thankfully, but it's always stuck with me how seemingly easy it could have been to have gotten mixed up in all that. Number 5 I haven't had any major incidents when travelling, but it finally caught up with me this April. My husband and I were in Cape Town and went to our bay to do some snorkelling with seals. It wrapped up by midday, so we decided to go check out a farmer's market of sorts that was a ten minute walk away. Pretty tourist area, broad daylight around noon. Short walk, no big deal. We started walking towards the market and approached the start of an S-curve in the road. We see people walking past us in the opposite direction and cars driving by. We go to the middle of the S-curve. So the area we come from is now hidden from us, as is the area we are headed to. It's a blind spot. All of a sudden, we just noticed these two guys walk past us again. They had passed us just a couple of minutes earlier going the other way. We remember them since the one guy is in a bright orange shirt. Next thing I know, the orange shirt is walking towards me with a wooden pole raised threateningly. He doesn't say a word and starts hitting me. There's literally no one else around at this point, nor any cars driving by. The next few minutes are a blur. I just remember yelling no and screaming for help and somehow ending up on the ground and trying to kick him away. After what feels like forever, a community patrol of how Bay drives around the corner. He's basically a local neighbourhood watch guy. He sees what's happened and pulls up and gets out of the car, which causes the two guys to bolt. We end up being taken to a fire department by our saviour, who then patches us up a little bit before getting taken to the police by an ambulance to file a report. My husband had to get some stitches on his elbow from blocking some blows, and we both had a ton of bruises, but luckily no broken bones or anything else major. It still feels surreal now, and I can't believe this actually happened to me moment. We thought we were always aware of our surroundings, but left our guards down that day, and we got really unlucky that no one else was walking when we were. It just taught us that these things can happen to anyone at any time, not just when it's dark out. Always be aware of your surroundings, especially in places that have a reputation for violent crime. Thank you all for listening. On screen now, um, to your right and left, um, there should be a couple of videos of mine that I think you might enjoy. Um, remember to leave a like if you did enjoy, and subscribe if you are new. And thanks again for listening, and I'll hopefully catch you in the next one. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.